up, everybody? How you doing? How you living? Austin Cunningham, Justin Treese, and Dan Kiefer coming to you with another episode of Talking Football. Strictly breaking down the freaking Super Bowl, baby. And let me tell you, Super Bowl 58 is one I am excited about. Coming in a little hotter than normal. Uh, if you guys have been listening to the show the last couple weeks leading up to this moment, I have been a big... Uh, suspicious type of person you know karma i think is something we've kind of talked about leading up to the show here and uh, i'm just trying to do my part in supporting my team uh the kansas city chiefs and so uh, dan has been very vocal about him being the only chiefs fan on the podcast but i want to go ahead and make it known that he is not i definitely am and I don't, I don't want to create any bad karma, and I don't want to mess anything up, but I am going to continue to to do my role in being a fan of this team uh, and holding the role that I've been filling in through the length of this playoff and the mindset that I've carried. That will not be changing today. I will tell you that both right now, and we have a ton of bets. Dan has a couple. I have a decent list. And Treese, I think Treese has just been bored all week leading up to this and was like, what bet have I not possibly made yet that I should? Because your list is exceptionally long. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get to who's a fan of what team when we get to the bets. Uh, a little for teaser sure. for everybody. You know, I don't want to um, have that talk right away. A little risky. But uh, yeah. you know, I this is like a weird Super Bowl because like I'm excited for it because it's a Super Bowl, right? But at the same time, I'm like, I, I I don't feel myself pulled one way. So thankfully, me being a month long Chiefs fan, I have them to root for. Mm-hmm. here so can otherwise I, like you know can i kind of piggyback just... off of that with you because like i completely agree that like yes i'm a chiefs fan and i know i just said like i'm just going to continue to carry the role that i've had leading up to this point but i'm also reached a point like coming into the game i was just uber confident when i was like chiefs first niners like oh this chiefs defense is going to match up against this offense fantastic like the chiefs offense against this defense they're going to run zone mahomes is going to be able to tear them apart and then I just kind of start thinking and paying attention to like every media aspect so far this week has been nothing but Chiefs. Like, I feel like it's just been an overload of Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, the Chiefs defense. Everyone's talking about the Chiefs, the dynasty game and what this can mean. And I'll just be realistic or just be honest with you. Like, that scares the shit out of me because then I think of like the football mind of the Niners of like, nobody's talking about us. We're the favorites to win this game. But at the same time, we're being put as the underdogs. And like, there's just that little suspicious, uh, suspicious, suspiciousness. Excuse me. Let me get that word out the third time's a charm here. Uh, that kind of comes into play. And then you guys know me as well. I like to pay attention to patterns and how things play out. Here's the pattern of this type of game. The Chiefs go and sign a free agent safety from the Houston Texans. That next year, they win the Super Bowl. The next year, that Super Bowl that they won happened to be against the 49ers. Next year, they go back to the Super Bowl. That game is broadcasted on CBS. They still have the safety from the Texans on the team. They get blown out. Granted, it was in Tampa Bay, home game for them. See how you will. Gap year. Last year, Chiefs sign a safety from the Houston Texans in free agency. They go and win. This year, they have found their way back into the Super Bowl. They're playing the 49ers. Last time, they lost. Game was on CBS. The game this year is on CBS and their second appearance in a row into the Super Bowl. That's the thing that scares me. Everyone's going with the 13 deal for Taylor Swift. I get it. But like those patterns are what scare the tar out of me with this. 
and the fact of like just the football mindset of guys looking for bulletin board material, the Niners, their bulletin board is endless right now. Like it's just insane. So it's like that confidence that I had in the Chiefs initially seeing it was a 49ers is starting to turn into fear. Patrick Mahomes. Love him. Like absolutely like I have no, I mean, like let's let's think about it. Four years ago when they played in the Super Bowl, the 49ers had what was built as the best defense in the NFL, one of the greatest defenses of all time. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Last week they played the Ravens. The Ravens, which had, if you guys are a DVOA person, literally the best defense of all time. Mm-hmm. The best defense to ever get to the championship round. Patrick Mahomes. So yeah. Like, I don't mean to be like, oh, yeah, they break down this, break down that. Schematically, yep. boom, blah, 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 blah. Patrick Mahomes. Like, it's just inevitable at this point, guys. Like, there, there is one position on a football team that if you have a an advantage at that position, you will always be in a game, and it's quarterback. The Chiefs have the best quarterback in the world going against Brock Purdy. All, you know, respect due to Brock. It's Patrick Mahomes. He's going to dance around. He's going to do that 20-yard rush on third down where he's whiffing and wobbing in between players, and then he gets up and he daps up Kels, and it's just it's going to happen. Okay, like, it, I'm sorry. And, you know, Trees, we talked about it earlier offline, but uh, this is the ultimate is the NFL scripted game. It is. Because, as oh, so. you said, Austin, every single media outlet is going to explode and the best thing for the NFL in terms of popularity, jersey sales, signage, attention, whatever is the Chiefs to win. So yeah, I mean I'm not to give up my pick early because we got bets on it, but I'm obviously taking the Chiefs as a dog. As a fan of the Chiefs, as a person who has rode the Chiefs since the second round of the playoffs. How could you not? How can you watch this team, pretend to root for this team, love this team, claim them as yours, tweet out about this team, and then not pick them as a dog? Shame on Vegas for having them as a dog. Okay? Shame on them. Patrick Mahomes. Trish, what are your thoughts? You've not said a, a word yet into the show. I think we're 10 or 15 minutes in now. We are about 10 minutes in. I hadn't said a word. Uh, man. Hey. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, Glad to have you. Yeah. I mean, I think you talking about them signing a safety from a team that has nothing to do with anything and that they lost one random game like 18 months later and then three years it's a random later, game it was the super bowl it's still a random game that has nothing to do with them signing a random player 18 months earlier like you're just like you're picking it's the pattern shows. it's a trend yeah yeah, yeah, yeah but like what, what what cycle was the moon at austin I, I that's another thing people are paying attention to the chiefs are undefeated with the moon cycle of this game I don't know yeah. if you've actually seen that or not. That's we were we thing. were not being serious. Yeah, yeah I absolutely that's not. <laughs> that's actually out there. <laughs> yeah. So okay. Well, anyways, um, I'm very as much as I'm kind of looking into it. I also just think it's unique, like just to see and point out. Yeah, I'm sure that you could probably find something like that in every scenario. Yeah. 
Oh, I actually have I actually have one for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So uh they lose all the time. That's it. They're not a playoff they're, team. They're not a playoff oh, team. They're, oh, they're not, not a playoff team. That's they're, great. They're, no, they're, not not, they're not good ever. Um yeah. would have hated to see that matchup in Germany, that's for sure. Yeah. Would have hated. I mean, actually, the Germany game between Chiefs dolphins and, and Dolphins was good. awful. That was an yeah. awful matchup. That yeah, was that's... not a fun. That was not a fun game at all. Yeah, I didn't enjoy it at all. It was a very poorly refed game. <laughs> that, that's a fact. That is a fact. But but I mean, it's a Chiefs game. So what do you expect? First uh, time. First yeah. time. Yeah. First time. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's dive into it. I'm. Ex- I know you guys were just like, oh yeah, I kind of can see like why you're not excited for this game. I'm very excited game like i think it's awesome that it's a rematch from and it's not like a rematch from the year before it's like it's a couple yeah. years so it's kind of built up i think that like, different teams awesome. like, different teams i love the shanahan and andy reed thing like i just think that those two are like are two of the best coaches like i want to see this matchup i think both of these teams honestly i think both of these teams run it down each other's throats like that's what i think it is going to be like i think i think neither team is going to be able to stop the run that's what i'm going to say wow so, and I don't think that that's a hot take either. If you look at do you think how that, these teams, how these for teams sure. struggle. Do you think right. the Chiefs and Andy Reid will stick to that though, in terms of play calling? No, I, I, absolutely not. Like, of course they won't. <laughs> but, but I do think that like they might start off really past half. Like, it kind of feels like maybe they do like what they did against last week. Was that last where, week where it's, yeah, no? Where, I, I think Kelsey had like nine targets in the yeah. first quarter. Yeah, where it's like they start off really pass happy, and then all of a sudden it's just like, okay, we're gonna just we're fine with like the 12, 12 play drives, and with like nine of them being runs. Like it kind of feels like that's like the overall that was their game first player. drive against Baltimore. It took them like six minutes to get down the yeah, field, and they were able to score. It did yeah, the over yeah. was dead after that. So um, yeah, so I'm excited for it. I'm I'm looking forward to this weekend for it, and that's where we're at. Um, what else we want to talk about? Uh, hiring Dan Quinn hired. Yeah, right, I like, didn't. Uh, I didn't initially like that hire at first, but like the more you hear about everyone else talk about Dan Quinn as like a person or a coach, uh, is kind of got me excited for Washington. As and you know what, maybe they got the right guy because there was I don't remember. I think it was Schefter or some other insider that said the amount of people or calls that Washington got for people like promoting Dan Quinn and recommending him. They said it was just a ridiculous amount. You know, they awesome. didn't expect it at all, and so. Like you look at Dan Quinn, like to me, it's just like I don't really like that. He's going to Dallas Cowboys defense coordinator there, but the way everyone else reacts and responds, the way players talk about him, um, everyone speaks very, very highly of him. And did good you for guys, Washington? I'm glad to hear guys, they're making the right decisions. Yeah, I, I don't, I can't. I mean, Ben Johnson still would have been the right decision. Obviously, he stayed, but yeah. like, like so. But um, did you guys see the Tony Pollard interview? On yes. Pat McAfee today? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did not. Pat, he had no Tony, idea. Dan he had Quinn no got idea. The job. No idea. They were asking him about it, and he's like, "What?" And they're like, "You know that he took the Washington job, right?" He's like, "No, I had no idea." He's, he's like, I said, "He's just he's been like, he's just been present, hanging out with his family and kids, and watching movies and shows with them." Good for him, I mean, he hasn't really been on him, his man. phone or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like, it I would have awesome. had like a you know text from McCarthy or something. But <laughs> totally. yeah, yep, yeah. So, so wild, but it's awesome. Wow. It's also cool. So, all right. Yeah, I don't know. Like would anybody like, and I don't like love it for Dan Quinn. You know, he's put his time in, 
uh, as a DC to get back up to head coaching status, obviously turned down a lot of jobs last year. uh, And he thinks this is the opportunity for him, but would anybody be shocked if this job was open again next year? Yeah, I would. I don't think I would be. I I don't think that their new GM. I don't think that that's how he. But like it's it's very everything's new top to bottom. Like you're, I feel like if you're top to bottom, it's we need to see how this works for at least four years with all of us together. I think so. And 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 that is what a normal person would think, Austin. That that is a rational thought. But like, I just you know you look at so many times if a coach is going to get fired after their first year, it's usually a retread, a coach that's been a head coach previously. We look at the Frank Reichs of the world, the, I mean, the Urban Meyer thing, if you want to say that, okay, fine. But, uh, you know, like when we see a coach get fired midseason in their first season, it's always somebody who was a head coach previously, a retread. Mm -hmm. So like, I almost wonder if like, okay, Dan Quinn was obviously not their first choice. Okay. Ben Johnson was the guy. Okay. So now you get the new GM in there and everything's new ownership, new GM, new coach, what if we get to November and things are just bad? Okay. I don't love Cliff Kingsbury at OC. I think that's a very unique Me decision. Either. It, it, it kind of feels like they're putting all of their eggs in a Caleb Williams basket with a second pick. So like I could see where if Chicago just doesn't want to move off that pick and they want to take Caleb, things go South. The offense doesn't click because it's not Cliff's guy. You know, we know how Cliff is with his offense. He's got to have the very specific guy, got to have Kyler, got to have Caleb, you know, whatever. If that goes south and then the locker room just isn't behind Dan Quinn, even though he is a, you know, a player's coach, everybody in Atlanta still loves him. I wouldn't be shocked if they, you know, fire him in November. I really wouldn't. I would personally. I mean, especially with with this ownership group, with this ownership group that is so concentrated on winning and that they are not NFL guys. That's one of the rumors why Ben Johnson didn't take the job is because they were all NBA guys. They don't know football. So if they're, if they have a little bit of David Tepper in them, you know, where they're just, you know, winning is all that matters. And if you're not the person we see that can be here for 10 years, fine. We're going to turn the page right now and start fresh. And then they'll be even looking at their, them being NBA guys. Like the 76ers owners, the one who bought the Washington commanders, right? Like we've seen him go through a head coach in Philly and he gave them time. He gave them time to, to kind of get everything rolling. And I think that's going to be the mindset here again, new GM, new coaching staff, new head coach. I think they got themselves a good leader in Dan Quinn and the way players talk about him. Like it just, again, it's, I think that speaks volumes and it's going to resonate with the players that are currently there. And they're going to be more willing and accepting of him to, to kind of buy into it. It is going to be a new message, but I also think Washington's in a huge overhaul, you know, saying top to bottom, like I'm thinking like players included, like you're going to have a it's lot of changes weird. and you know, your new quarterback, they... new offensive members, like weapons, like there's just going to be differences there. You know, what has Dan Quinn had everywhere he's been as a coach? You know, when he's had had good, successful defenses, they've had awesome pass rushers. Washington traded away all their pass rushers. It's just, it's a, it, it, I like Dan Quinn. I think he's a very competent head coach in the National Football League. I think he can get a locker room to buy in, all that good, happy stuff. But, like, everything they've done outside of hiring Dan Quinn is so focused towards having an offensive head coach. 
and it just it just doesn't fit the plan hiring him. I hope it works. I hope you know Cliff can work wonders and just be the head coach on the offensive side. But it's just like I think we're overlooking that there's a lot of pieces here that have to fall in line correctly for this to work. And I wouldn't be shocked if this kind of blows up in their face and then they're like in November, like, okay, you know what? We need to reset and we're looking towards the off season. Let's be the first team looking at head coaches. Let's do this right. Because I think they kind of got caught with their pants down, not getting Ben Johnson and waiting, 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 waiting for Ben Johnson just for have him to tell them to kick rocks. And then, Oh shit, what are we going to do? Well, uh, go get Dan, go get Dan Quinn. You know, it felt very knee jerk. Oh my God, what are we going to do? Damage control to make this, to fix it. And then Dan Quinn was our guy all along. We know he wasn't. We know he wasn't. Okay, cool. I mean, I, I mean, I, I literally said I disagree like seven times. So I'm not going to say it again. No, it's fine. No, I'm just, I, I just think that yeah. I think you know we can't praise every coaching hire totally, because sure. if you look at the stats, you know, a majority of these guys probably aren't going to work out. Oh, for sure, absolutely, absolutely. So, I mean, again, I think we all recognize that Ben Johnson was clearly their guy, um, and it just didn't work out. And I just don't think that Dan Quinn gets fired in November or after one year. I think it's a multi-year thing. I just don't see the way that. I didn't say it was going to happen. I said I could see a world where it happened. For sure. For sure. For sure. And I just can't. I just don't see them being that. Like it's, it sets a precedence when it's your first time going through everything. If you fire, especially if you fired them in season, it is going to scare the shit out of people to even want to look at that job. If you're like year one, you're already doing this shit, man. Look at the Panthers. <laughs> like you think Frank Wright was like probably their top choice last year. Probably not. My Did guess they hire is, him like right away. I don't know, but like clearly it was like, I think so it, I feel like that was a pretty quick hire, and it was also a pretty quick fire, but <laughs> it was a real quick fire, real quick, real quick. So anyways, all right. Um, there's no other football last weekend, so let's just dive into the game. Wow, you didn't yeah. watch the Pro Bowl? No, yeah, me neither. No I actually, Bowl. I actually didn't for the first year in like actually probably my whole life. So, did you miss uh, it? Uh no. I saw no, the, I played uh, Fortnite instead. So I saw the uh, precision passing, like some highlights of that on TikTok, and everybody um, was making fun of Jalen Hurts and saying, "Yeah, apparently when, uh, when Baker push tush, or Tush Push is gone." Baker won it, so shout out Baker. Love to see shout, it. Shout out um, Baker. Otherwise, yeah, I have no other takeaways from Pro Bowl weekend. Same days. Literally none. I saw like maybe six clips. Yeah, That's about it. I saw Dan Orlovsky beat all of the quarterbacks in the passing challenge. Are you did serious? He? I didn't see that. Yeah, That's he did awesome. it. He yeah, he got twenty seven. I think Baker won it with twenty six. That's awesome. That's Good awesome. For Good for yeah. him. Yeah. Um. We had the Senior Bowl. Any other takeaways from Senior Bowl? Not really. There, there wasn't. Sounds like the quarterback like there was struggled. a lot of a yeah attention yeah. that really didn't seem like there was a lot of like high praise coming out of the Senior Bowl this year. Yeah, I feel like there's usually a guy that that pops off, and maybe I just wasn't paying enough attention to it. But it didn't feel like there was any clear runaway winner. Uh, the the, uh, the wide receiver from Georgia, his name escapes me right now, but the wide receiver from Georgia, apparently really good. But I wonder if this year, you know, instead of just having one entire coaching staff run each team, they like grabbed an assistant coach from multiple teams. And I wonder if that 
like with having all those guys that hadn't worked together, if that kind of made the week a little more like scattered uh, practice wise. So yeah. the teams weren't as crisp for the game. Um, this is kind of my little theory, but yeah, no, Wait, I didn't, they had didn't multiple hear about assistants anybody. from other teams as one coaching staff. Yeah. And then the head oh, coach was, and then Eli and then Eli and Peyton were the head coaches of each team. It was very confusing. That's pro bowl. That's pro bowl. Got, got, got my wires crossed. I was like, what? No, 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 no. for the senior bowl, yeah, they had yeah. like, like I think the Giants, yeah, the Giants had a coach on each coaching staff. It was very confusing. Mm, yeah, yeah, that is weird. weird. That is weird. I kind of so, like in the sense that you know you're able to get a look at players on the other team instead of just being so focused on one. Like that seems kind of nice, but yeah. I don't know. I saw it at the same time. Well, they do it like to give coaches opportunity and stuff, which I love. Like, that's a great idea. But mm-hmm. I wonder if that didn't like disrupt the, you know, flow of having I practice and it did for sure. Players yeah. prepared. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys hear any names coming out of it, though? Like, am I wrong in saying that? Just the Georgia receiver. And I can't yeah. think of his name right now. The, the white guy, right? The white boy. Yeah, I don't. White boy name. supreme. I'm forgetting his name too. Um, I mean, they have another like six five hundred eight hundred yeah. receiver who likes just yeah. had like a, a sick catch, and I was like, right on. But uh, perfect, like uh, uh, Chris Hogan, Joe Juravicious out there getting it. I mean, this it, that wasn't. Uh, I think it's Conklin. It's not Conklin. McConkley. McConkey. Right. Oh, that's that was that's yeah McConkey. yeah yeah. Lad. yeah lad 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 lad. lad. Yep. Great so name. it is a great name. Um, I mean, just biased, like the Utah safeties did great. Uh Vaki and Cole Bishop both uh stood out. Uh Vaki specific played a little tailback too, didn't he? And slot receiver. Each day he did something different. So that's cool. Um, I, I tried to tell everybody on the pot on this podcast two weeks ago or last week. Whenever we did this. Athlete. I actually did say best athlete in the draft. Still you did say it. that. You did say that. So, um, okay. Let's go into our bets. Let's do this. I'm Let's excited. I'm excited. My first? Uh, Yeah. I'm 1% sure. behind Dan. I got to try to catch up this weekend. It's going to happen. Let's do oh, this. Where am I at after last week? Last week wasn't good, was it? Uh, Four and four and seven. We, we talked about this. You're at 50%. Four and six. Yeah, you're at 50%. Dang, oh, you better I'm get at, this. You could, I'm at 53. Get... He's at 54. Is there any way I get ahead of you guys this week? If yeah, we go, if we go over 10 and you go like 10 and 0, probably. I don't think yeah. that would even do it. Tell me there's God, a chance. I have, God, I have seen what you've done for others. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's go. And here we go right now. Because starting off, I'm going to go through my Niners bets, and then I'm going to include the Chiefs. So starting off, Mr. Brock Purdy, I got two bets for him. One, the over 12.5 rushing yards, Brock Purdy. Then I'm going to go under 247 passing yards for Mr. Purdy as well. And then receiving yards, under 16.5 for Brandon Ayuk, over 46.5 receiving yards, George Kittle. I think he's going to have a couple breakaway plays for George Kittle where we just kind of see him explode over the middle, a, a big a big run after catch, and then he just kind of disappears a little bit. I think with Brandon Ayuk, it's going to be one of those situations where we see him have a big play for 20, 30 yards, and then he's also shut down for a little bit. But then we're going to get to the bread and butter of the San Francisco 49ers, and that's Christian McCaffrey because I am taking McCaffrey 
for a anytime touchdown. And then let's head to the defensive side of the ball for uh, the San Francisco 49ers. And the only bet that I have is a Chase Young under half a sack. I don't think he gets one. And the reason I say this is because, and this is why I've also got myself worried because I've started to overthink it. And I think you guys have picked up on this the last four weeks as well leading up to this as I overthink everything. I think something, I make a decision, I look at it, and it's like, how could I be wrong? Why would I be wrong? Let's let's just try and make sure we've got all of our, our T's crossed and our I's dotted. Chase Young, NFC Championship game. There was an effort play he could have made to stop Jameson Williams from scoring on the end. Put in no effort. Runs right by and scores. Is this the game that, that Chase Young's like, you know what? All right, pin your ears back. Let's go make a play. It's time to shine. Ready to get paid this offseason. Balling out. I don't know. That's my one concern. But as of right now, I am taking the under a sack for Chase Young. Yes, Trees. I'm letting it slide because it's Super Bowl, but that bet is minus 450. So a little off of our minus one. Holy shit, roll. is it really? I yes. did Which not one? realize that. <laughs> Chase, Chase under. I didn't realize it was that bad. Holy <laughs> smokes. His over, that... his over is plus 300. Over Someone might second. take that. Like that, that might. Honestly, it, it's probably it. actually good money at plus three hundred. <laughs> like, maybe he just beats a tackle one point. Maybe he beats Jawan Taylor once. Like maybe yeah. he just does. So uh, we're we're letting it roll. Because I, I appreciate it. It's a so Super Bowl. Sorry. Like I wanted I to realize go. that. And I tried to, be to pay honest, attention I, to that. I do have a I do have a minus one sixty as well. So given that's unbelievable, very close, but but I'm letting the minus four fifty roll. Don't say I've never done anything for you. Keep going. Happy five years. Love you. Uh, and now moving – or actually, excuse me. Yeah, we'll go to the Chiefs here, and then we'll do my last bet, Trees. I see where you have it highlighted out on the box here. Yep. Great podcasting. People can't see the page. But Chiefs bets, anytime touchdown. Travis Kelsey, Rasheed Rice. I do not have uh, Isaiah Pacheco on here. I think this is where the Chiefs kind of I, – I could see Pacheco scoring, but at the same time I could see the Chiefs just like, all right, let's take advantage of another one of these screenplays. Rice breaks free and scores. Travis Kelsey finds an open spot in the zone like he always does. Bread and butter. Kelsey is going to score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. I'd be very, 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 I think that was four very surprised if he does not score in this football game. Next, I'm going to take an over 25 and a half completions for Patrick Mahomes, an over 66 and a half receiving yards for Rasheed Rice, a sack for Chris Jones, over half a sack for Chris Jones and over half a sack for George Karloftis. I have another bet here that I did not place that I've been making over the last three weeks, and I need to make sure it's on here. And it is Mahomes over 26 and a half rushing yards. I forgot to list that on here, but that's another one of those bets that I've been making along with Brock Purdy over rushing yards that I needed to stay consistent with and make. And then my last bet, I'm taking the San Francisco 49ers at minus two and a half, Niners versus the Chiefs. This is my role in being a fan of the Chiefs that I throw away $5 every week that they've played in the playoffs for betting on the opposing team. And if that's me calling out and ruining it, hopefully the true fairies didn't hear it. So just so everybody has this straight, Rasheed Rice is going to score a touchdown. Travis Kelsey is going to score a touchdown. Chris Jones and George Karlages are both going to have at least one sack. Rasheed Rice is going to have over 66. It's and just a half, a half a sack. They could, get a, they could get one sack together. Right, 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 right. There's right, the right. half sack. So, so, yeah. so, so all that's going to happen, and the Chiefs are going to lose by at least two and a half points. With with Purdy throwing under 247 yards. Big Christian McCaffrey game. 
to just, I just want to make sure we're building the script. You know, I, I want to, I want to build a story that all of your don't, don't ignore. And I'm confused. Don't I'm confused. ignore what no, I, just I just said there at the end of this is my role in being a chiefs fan this postseason. So you, you actually think the chiefs win then? I didn't say that. Well, you, I'm I mean, I'm, I'm confused. Not, I think the chiefs bets build a story of a chiefs offensive explosion. You're trying to put me in a position where I go against what I've been doing all playoffs. Just let no, me just, sit in this role. I just, I just, I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to build the story in my You're head. Making it too big of a deal. all your bets. You're not letting me be an understanding fan. Austin, I'm a Austin. suspicious fan, and I'm living with that suspicious. Final score prediction before we get to Dan's bet. Final score prediction, Austin. Thirty-five, seventeen. Niners. That's the score. No, 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 no. But that's the score. What? Nope. That's the score. But he asked what? me what the score prediction was. That's what I'm saying. Thirty-five, seventeen. Okay, so who's points? on that winning side? Not answering that. Please I mean, he already did. He picked the 49ers. He yeah, thinks 49ers yeah, are going to win. He just yeah. got to say it. Minus just two say and it. a half. Yep. Okay. It's another game on CBS. Last one ended thirty-one to nine. That's crazy because the only team did not score a touchdown. Yep. If it's 35 17, Trees, that means the Chiefs are only scoring two touchdowns, which means Rice and Kells are both getting their touchdowns. He has to score those. That's that's a big uh, big ball move right there. It is. Okay. All right. What I do, baby. All right. So for my bets, uh, as the true Chiefs fan on the podcast, I am taking a Travis Kells anytime touchdown, a Rashi Rice. Anytime touchdown. Look at us go, baby. Me go. Uh, taking tails for the coin toss. Okay. Never fails, folks. Oh, I didn't make uh, any of those bets. Dang. Dude, you missed out. Uh, first <laughs> scorer of a touchdown, their jersey number is over 22 and a half. Okay. So I'm basically saying, like, I think in my yep. head, it's going to be CMC, Kittle, use check. Or Travis Kells. Noah Gray? Basically. Oh, dude, I am so here for a Noah oh, Gray Oh, my touchdown. God. We haven't, do we have a Noah Gray bet? I couldn't find it. I couldn't find yeah. Noah Gray over on receptions. If it's one and a half, I'm out. If it's 0.5, smashing it. And I'll put it in my parlay. Uh, the National Anthem probably should have let off of this if we're doing it chronologically, but I'm just reading them, folks. It's 1.5. It's 1.5. It's out. Okay. Uh, National Anthem. I'm going to take the under- at 88.5. Uh, this yeah. is one of the lowest national anthem over-unders ever I saw. Yeah. But every time I've seen Reba McIntyre, and I am a God-fearing, red-blooded fan of fancy. But listen, whenever I see Reba, she talks fast. So I'm just taking the under there. There's yeah. not a lot of thought into that. Uh, taking to take the under for the game of 50. So alt-line. And I'm going to take, yep, it's an alt-line at negative 150. And then I'm going to take my Chiefs plus three. It's an alt line again. That's at negative 156. So I squeezed six bucks out of us there, but I figured that was close enough to get me that half a point. Absolutely. Is. Absolutely. Is. Okay. Perfect. Love it. Okay. Final score. Yep. Is going to be 24 17 Chiefs. 24? Yeah. It's a weird number. 24? It's three touchdowns and a field goal. It's okay. actually a very simple number. Shut up. Excuse me. I mean, it's just, okay, it's so, just sorry, math, dude. Sorry, I got cut off by that comment. What what was the score you just said? 24 what? 20, 24 17. Okay, cool. It's actually three sorry. touchdowns and a field goal. I'll kick rocks. Excuse me. 
No, no. Uh, instead, um, I would like them to score 11 points. They're going to get two-point conversion and a field goal. Yeah. Okay. All right. My turn. All right. So <laughs> here we go. 15. 15. Give me 15. Yeah. Okay. I'll start off with my novelty bets. First, tails as well, because Jasmine said so. That is why. Fuck yes. Attagirl. This is the best news you, ever. You, you yeah. won that bet. Um, two, San Francisco winning the toss. How about that? Okay. Three. Yes, it's going to be a touchback on the opening kick. Four. Blue Gatorade for the winning team. Fun fact for you. It's been blue five of the last nine years. What was it the last time either of these teams won? Uh, I can go back and look and see. Well, last time the Niners won the Super Bowl, they probably didn't have Gatorade. They for sure did, but like, um, but I think the Chiefs last year, I think it was like white. Uh, it was purple. They they declared it purple oh. last year. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Sorry, I'm going down. So I got the line at minus or sorry at 90 seconds. Oh. For the, yeah. So it it actually opened up at 83 seconds and it's gone up to 90. Duddle did a little bit of research, folks. A little bit of research here. Reba has sang the national anthem at three big time sporting events. Mm-hmm. One went for 65 seconds, one went for 82 seconds, one went for 72 seconds. She also, she also has sang at three rodeos. They went for 77 seconds, 80 seconds, and 85 seconds. Smash the under, folks. Smash. Oh, dude, what an absolute crash. Cool. Love her. So, Love Reba. Yeah. What is um, she aware aware to, by the way? Underrated TV over. show. That would hurt. That Reba would hurt. It's a great show. It is. It actually is a great show. Um, Really glad we've all seen that. Yeah. So. Yep. Dan, you you did it for the first TD scorer. I did it for number of points. I took this bet last year and it was amazing. Under 121.5 points for jersey numbers on touchdowns. That's a really that's an easy I feel like that's an easy hit. I feel like it is too. Like receive rice, where's four? Yep. A majority of the 49ers receiving weapons. Have besides, Kittle, the teams. besides Kittle. Yeah. At 85. So basically if both tight so ends. Wait, how does this bet dead. work? So if say say the score is 14 nothing and it's CMC twice. That's yeah. that's 46. 46 points. Because he wears 23. So you add his jersey number up uh, twice. Gotcha. So it's, under it's, 121 point. Actually, did I want the under? Did I want the over? I want the over. I would it's take very, the over, um, It's very well established that, that uh, out of the three of us, the one that works at a bank is the worst yeah. at math. Actually, I think I might want the over because – I'm if, bad at doing it in my head. Kelsey, I will straight Kel- up – like, I get dyslexic quickly. If Kels is going to score a touchdown. So that's 87. Yes. Yep. McCaffrey is going to score a touchdown. So 23. 110. Yep. Yeah. I'm taking the over. Taking the over. Yeah. Taking the Good over call. 121. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Those are my novelty bets. Let's go to let's go to long shot bets. These these ones I want on record. These this next group is not counting towards my talking football record. It is just bets oh. that I'm taking for, because they're fun. If so, you talk about it on the show, it goes to the record. Okay, then I want to talk the about percentage. It. Okay, then I won't talk about it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I want to hear him anyways. So. Okay, cool. Slide into Trees' DMs. You. you did it on purpose. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Kyle's use check anytime touchdown. He's scoring, and they're going to show his wife wearing a wearing a 
fire outfit. He's supposedly wearing something that she made. Ooh, um, pop off queen. Yeah, so it's he's scoring again. He actually scored last time these guys played in yep. the Super Bowl. Actually, First almost Super scored Bowl. twice. Actually, almost scored yeah. twice. Yep. Um, uh, long shot again. These are long shots. Are you actually placing these bets? Sorry to interrupt you. That's why I'm putting, that's why I wanted to talk about them. I'm actually placing these bets in real life. Uh, Longest reception, Christian McCaffrey, CMC. Just, I'm thinking that he, he gets like a little swing route or something and takes it the distance. And you have this made sure like it's not air yards. It's actual just yards after catch included. It's a reception. Okay. Yeah. It's not just like, yeah, it's not just air yards. Correct. Um, Purdy and Mahomes both over go over 300 yards. I actually don't think this happens, but like if we get into a shootout, like let's let's see it. Um, I have three MVP bets that I'm making: Travis Kelsey, Debo, CMC. Those three. Ooh, love I, it. I'm I'm actually going to go out on a record right now and say that I think it's a lock that one of these three wins it. I the media hates Purdy; they won't want to give it to him, and I think that Mahomes already has two. If they win another one. It's probably because Kelsey has a Kelsey has a big game, and they will want that. If you want to go off of like media and all that type of stuff, yeah, Kelsey gets it. Like, so I'm going to say I like I feel very confident, very confident in those three. And then um, th- just those those are my long shots. Now I go into my actual bets for talking football. Um, my novelty bets will count as well, just not the long shots. Okay, player props. Purdy under 32 and a half attempts. I don't think he passes the ball that much. 32 and a half is a lot. I don't think he throws it 33 times. Mahomes over 24 and a half completion. So I got that number before Austin did. His is 25 and a half. For the first time maybe ever this year, I've gotten the better number. So that's fantastic. Um, CMC over 17 and a half rush attempts. CMC longest reception over 12 and a half yards. Pacheco over 14 and a half rushing attempts. Ayuk under 13 and a half receiving yards. Uh, first first quarter receiving yards, sorry. Under 13 and a half first quarter receiving yards. Debo over 14, four, geez, I can speak. Debo over four and a half receptions. Debo over 58 receiving yards. Debo over 77 <laughs> total yards. If you guys can't tell, I'm very high on Debo this game. Uh, Kelsey over 70 and a half receiving yards. Uh, Bolton over eight and a half tackles Love plus that. assists. Warner over seven and a half tackles plus assists um, under four and a half 49ers players with rush attempts. You got to think about it. Purdy, CMC, Debo are locks, right? Yep. Then you have either Elijah Mitchell and Juszczyk. There's only five that could even have a rush. You attempt. don't think they would run well, one down like another. They, 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 they never like, They're not going to do the Juwan exactly. Jennings by accident again. Yeah, exactly. That's so it's funny you said that because that's why I actually think this number is four and a half and not three and a half. Because I think that like people are like, wait a second, like other people have got because Uzcheck has only had a carry in four games this year, and one of them was last week. Juwan Jennings had one two weeks ago. Like I think that that has messed with like Vegas's mind a little bit, and they're like, maybe we should have this at four and a half. I think the line should be three and a half. Um, so there's that, and then my final bet. Niners minus one and a half. Score. 27-21. Under still hits. Love it. Okay. No. That, oh, yours. Your alt one hits. Yes. Mine does. Hell yeah. yeah. 
uh, Chiefs have the ball at the end and are driving it and they get inside the 30 yard line and the game ends with them somewhere in, in the 30. Like they have a legit chance, multiple throws into the end zone. They don't get it. That's what I'll say. That's my guess. What's your narrative around the game then? My narrative around the game? Like just Chiefs lose to missed opportunities. Niners could just. No, I think it's, I, I think it's just a good game. And I think that, I think that, I think that Debo and Christian McCaffrey find ways to break some tackles and get some big plays. I guess that that'll be my narrative. I mean, at 21 points, the Chiefs still get plenty of plenty of yards, plenty of everything. Um, I think that it just comes down to one big play from Debo and, C- and CMC. Both of them have one big, and it doesn't have to be a touchdown, but maybe they bust a 50-yarder or something like that. You know, like they both get, and it just, it's enough to get them an extra two field goals or something like that, or touchdown and missed extra point. So you don't think this game is won by anything Brock Purdy does special? No, 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 no. I, I don't think I don't. A lot of people think that he's just going to just struggle and cost them the game. I actually don't. I actually think that he just he. I hate I say this. He just manages the game. I hate I hate that I just said it's, it. I, I hate that he I just gets said it. he I gets hate, done dirty so much. much. But so there's much. nothing wrong with that, though. Like it just no. But I think he's no, better than that. It's a stigma. I think it's a stigma, stigma around the Shanahan quarterback. Yeah, but I like, think he's better than that. I, like honestly, that's like what Tom Brady's done too. Like you just go in, you make the right throws at the right time, you make the right reads, you get the ball out of your will hand do that. quick. He's going to do let right. your players go yes. make plays. Like and, yeah. and the thing is, like you know, Tom Brady had how many fourth quarter comebacks where you know, like it was it was that inevitable feeling. Like if you're within a score and Brady has the ball with two minutes or whatever, they're going to get for you. sure. But it was also like Tom Brady, like he didn't hang on to the ball. Like that was the one no. thing I always admired about Tom Brady is if that first read wasn't down the field, I'm getting this ball out of my hand. Like I'm dumping it off to the running back, right? Where's I'm Kevin getting, Folk? Exactly. Yeah. Kevin yeah. Folk, Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, James White. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Amendola. Like it just, it was like boom, was boom, boom, a, boom, boom. I could see Purdy doing the exact same thing. Like, I'm not letting this pass rush get Love Danny Woodhead. I'm not letting these blitz packages disrupt anything I'm trying to do. I know Kittle's going to be open down the seam. I know I have McCaffrey in the flat. Bing, bam, boom, here we go down the field. Yeah, I think, like, when we get to it. that is my concern with the Niners, is that they just schematically exploit the the openings the defense is going to leave because Spagnuolo loves to do different blitz packages, and Purdy's like, I'm sorry to be like, like, but Purdy is very good at seeing, okay, the blitz is coming from here. Boom, I'm getting it out. Like, he's just immediate replacement, and that's the best way to do it, and he's so good at that. So good at it, and that's why I think that Debo and CMC have huge games because they send the blitz. One of those, they're going to have a plan to just get those to the ball and be like, your corners are great. We get that. Like, yeah. You're really great, but yep. they're going to be like, one to what? We trust our playmakers that are two of the best in open field in the NFL. We'll take that matchup. Safety. Yeah. We'll mm-hmm. take that matchup one-on-one every day. You guys will win some, but we're, we're going to win more. That's going to be their mentality. Not only that, but you know, tackling Debo for fourth quarters is not tackling <laughs> most wide receivers. Either CMC, you know I mean? for the record. <laughs> oh, God, no. no. Yeah, no, they're they're both, but I'm saying yeah. like, like strictly like corners wide receivers. You know, throw the cherry on top, George Kittle. Of, like, yeah, yeah, you're exactly. gonna get tired of trying to hit him. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. By the way, um, George Kittle is my unofficial winner of Super Bowl week. George Kittle. Yeah. 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 Love him. I also want to. I'm not gonna make this bet, but like, I also kind of want to make a Tredavious Ward interception bet as well, just against his former team. I could see that. Yeah. Like, I kind of want that. Like, yeah, I kind of like want to make that bet. I might, I might dabble in that one a little bit. Maybe throw five to ten bucks on that one. I could see him jumping a route. Like, okay, I know I'm supposed to be guarding the 
you know, he's going to jump it from his own spot. He's like, okay, I know the receiver's running behind me, but I know Mahomes is going to be looking for Kelsey in this situation. Boom, jumps it. There he goes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can also see a McDuffie pick, too, like with him playing in the slot. I've, I've been having a feeling, and it's all because of Peter Schrader from doing Good that. Morning Football, right? Like the prediction at the very beginning of the mm-hmm. year. It's and like his prediction was like, McDuffie had a game-winning pick, right? Yeah, I remember pick seeing six, that. yep. Yeah. And he wore a Kelsey jersey. So it's like you picking Kelsey to win MVP – Makes so much sense too, because yeah, so. I do think if the Chiefs, with me having the utmost confidence for this game, like the, the carrying that thought with it is like, for the if that happens and this turns into a blowout, like Travis Kelsey is going to have the game of his life. And Don't I, you I mean think the we could see that. Niners? Stop, please. <laughs> you picked like, the Niners to win by two. I and know, half. I know. Just I'm telling you, it's like it's just what I've done. I'm sticking to it. It's just me carrying my role. But, like, with Kelsey, like, if he does have the game of his life and you win three Super Bowls, like, him retiring, just – it, like, you just ride off into the sunset. Yep. Go get proposed this summer. Go do a podcast with your brother. Spend time with your family. Start your own family. Like, what a life that would be. And you are ending it – you're ending your career on your own terms. Like, that would be amazing. Um, or I mean, just, like, some... let's go win three in a row. Like a degenerate, but is there a Kelsey retires post Super Bowl line out right now? No, I mean, no. no because, like, like if Jason Kelsey retires, I could see Travis being like, "Okay, I'm like I've won did. three Super Bowls." No, he actually officially is not. He hasn't. Mm-hmm. No, he, oh, he actually, say, he actually came Schefter. out. Yeah, he actually came out and said, "I haven't retired yet." But he told everybody in the locker room that he was going to retire. That's what Schefter reported. Okay, but I mean, do you guys think that there's something to because they are so close that they would want to retire together so they could be? Travis said that in an together? interview. Travis said that in an interview like two weeks ago, right? That they they talked okay. about retiring together. Yeah. Well, I mean, but like, yeah, that's not a bet just because like it could pan out till he might not retire until March, yeah. you know, or something like that. So it's a tough bet. I mean, that, at that point, it's just a futures bet. Well, you um, just put like Travis Kels retires night of Super Bowl. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I also think it would be interesting to see, like, Chiefs do win the Super Bowl. You're looking at Mahomes. You're looking at Kelsey. You're looking at Andy Reid. Let's go. Let's go make history. Let's go get a third one. Let's go blow all our money on offense this offseason and go make it happen. Nobody believed in him, man. Nobody believed in him. Nobody I'll tell you what, I freaking didn't. That's I mean, actually Vegas does correct. But Vegas does. I mean, like, they do. Like, Got him as the unders. I know. Which is great. Which is great. I love it. Mahomes is underdog. Yeah, as he should be. I, me too. I mean, that's why I took, being, that's why I took a, the line. Being a one point, I mean, I get it. Like you're obviously not favored, but like one point is like not like a disrespecting that. Like if you were minus nine, like I could say. Actually, like what were they during the, for the uh, Baltimore minus five, minus four, minus seven and a half? I think. Well, no. no, it was more than that. No. Well, let me. Uh, I know I took it last week as a Chiefs fan. They were. So... They were three. They were three. Okay, I, yeah, Chiefs plus three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I took Chiefs all line three and a half. Yeah, see, so like, like, oh no, um, lost, lost my headset there. Um, like that, I could see being like, okay, that's a little disrespectful. But like one point, like it's basically a pick them at that point. So my opinion, at least. Yeah, because you one, have it at one and a half, don't you? Yeah, because that's what mm-hmm. the line is, Liddy, right now. Yeah, it's one. Oh, I have it at two, two and a half. It's one and a half right now. Depending on what site you're on, I guess. Actually, I haven't. Bet. Ooh, uh, bet's one and a half. We need to do parlays, boys. Oh, we haven't not done parlays. 
No, uh, bad at that to end the year. We have. Okay. All right. Take your. I have mine. If you guys don't have yours, I'll do mine. You I have ahead. mine. Uh, under 16 and a half receiving yards, Brandon Ayuk, Kelsey, anytime touchdown, CMC, anytime touchdown. Love it. Okay. I actually have mine. Okay. Go ahead. I did it earlier today and didn't even know it. I'm taking the receiver race, anytime touchdown, a jersey number on the first touchdown scorer to be over 22 and a half. And then my girl, Reba, national anthem under. 90 and a half seconds. Nice. Uh, I'm taking Mahomes over 24 and a half completions. Pacheco. Do I want to do the Pacheco one? No, I'm going to do the. Sorry. I'm, I'm audible. Audible. Omaha. Omaha. Same page. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Mahomes over 24 and a half. CMC. Uh, that, sorry. That's completion. CMC over 17 and a half rush attempts. Debo over 58 receiving yards. That's it. it. I don't I don't think we need to do a five legger, to be honest. Was it just being the one game? I don't think we need it. No, I'm fine with that. Yeah. We've listed 40 bets tonight. Yeah, literally, there's a thousand bets. Build your own, folks. Yeah, uh, build your own. Correction on my part. I have okay. the Niners minus two. I said two and a half. Niners minus two. Okay, cool. Cool. I mean, they're winning 35-17 according to you. So I he is he is score prediction. Folks, <laughs> let's let's not get this mistaken. Austin is 1,000% rooting for the Chiefs. My guess is you actually didn't bet on the Niners. A 1,000%. Show me. Let me see. We've done that, you guys. This is a, I my know, favorite. Just give I, it a I, second. Can, I can see it. I can see it. You're good. You yeah. Can. Yep. My favorite Ten recurring uh, thing on at the podcast. Even lines. Oh, it's loading in. Oh, at even five. Five dollars to win ten. Five dollars to win yep. ten because it's an odds even. Odds are bet. even. Yeah, I didn't realize the odds are even. I gotta yeah. be better at looking at that. Yeah, I just can't. I can't see the actual no. Oh, there we go. That's perfect. Oh, you oh, actually did. Austin, put on he pants. Did. He did. Okay, minus two. I mean, that's you sticking to your guns of like, hey, this is what I've been doing. It's my sacrifice. I'll sacrifice. I'll sacrifice my money to try to get their team to win that they don't actually pay you back on, which is wild. Um, it's a wild thing to to do. I win think, in happiness. If you think about it, like, do you though? Because my bank account's lower. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you more happy in like March when football's not happening? You're like, oh man, I really wish like I had some extra money in my account. No, because uh, this is my money that I've just fluctuated up and down all year. So I started with. What you should do, Austin. I've gone from there. What you should do is you should start putting a preseason bet on the Chiefs to win it all. Nope. And then and then you don't have I'm to not, bet on the I'm Chiefs not, the rest I'm of the year. I'm not talking about this anymore. But no. Okay. Well, so here's what we're gonna do. We're I gonna know where you're getting ready. I know where you're getting ready to head with that. That's actually it's uh, actually a great idea. idea. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, we're gonna build a parlay with division winners. Okay. Hear I'm me not, out. I'm oh. not putting the Chiefs in it though. I'm no, not, no. Not Chargers the all the way. I think the Chargers win next year for real. That's not me doing like this whole spill. Like I think the Chargers next year, I think, is the year they actually make it happen. Well, we should talk about the like Roman tr- Roman stuff though. Roman stuff, huh? huh? Them being Chargers, OC. Oh, Greg Roman. Oh, you mean the you mean Jim oh. Harbaugh taking everybody from Michigan with him? I saw he moved besides Romore. He had like his DC from Michigan to be his defense, like. Yeah. DC in the NFL. I feel like that's a huge jump for defensive coordinator, is it not? That's what like, I feel that's like. What that's McDonald's what McDonald did. did. That's what did Mike Mac- McDonald was Michigan's 
And now he's a head coach. Ago. And now he's a head coach. I guess I didn't realize that was that. I thought there was more time in between. I didn't realize it was boom, boom. No, mm-hmm. literally. So after their after their first year of going to the pack or the, to the pack twelve playoffs, the, the playoffs where they lost to Georgia, he then went to Baltimore. Thank you, thank you, Baltimore. <laughs> I was like, where the fuck did he go? I was like, where the fuck did he go for a second? Uh, so many oh, in your face. No, there really is. I've never seen a more blank face on your face before. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so that's how fast it was. So I actually like that move, and then. I mean, I guess he's running it back with Greg Roman. San hmm. Francisco does. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, uh, it's funny because a lot of people like, all right, God, this is so bad for Justin Herbert. I don't think it is. Uh, no. I don't think it is at all. I actually think I like it a lot for Justin Justin Herbert. Any, any Anything was going to be better for Justin Herbert than what he's had the last couple of years. Like, Think about it. Like Justin Herbert gets to like be in a run first offense where he gets to do a bunch of play action with his arm and him being able to be on, on the move out of the pocket. Like, yeah, bucket. I'm going to make a Justin Herbert MVP bet this weekend too for next year. Might as well. That's it. Is Austin frozen? Definitely froze. He definitely froze. froze. Yeah, he's frozen. I was just like, man, that's impressive that he's sitting there that still. Yeah, he actually like, actually looks like a like you cut him out and like pasted him. Yeah, like he's not and actually then, in like, that it's, room. like like it's a like it's a cardboard Austin and the yeah. camera's off. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. I'm so sad that today was the last bets that we get to make in 2024. Welcome back, Austin. I yeah, no idea what happened. Like my everything just shut off. You guys nice. froze, and then that was it. I'm glad okay. to be back. Yeah. Um, or we did not trash you at all. We did not actually. Didn't. Um, Scouts honor. Great You're year, sweetheart. Great year in betting. I'm so sad it's over. I'm gonna like. I'm gonna get into the dark place where I start gambling on golf again. Um, it's my life. It's my life. And that's it. That's it. Uh, great year, boys. Thanks. Great year. Players during the offseason, like Tony Pollard, like, yeah, I'm just going to like focus in with my family and watch movies, this and that. Therese, this is my life. I'm uh, yeah. going to start betting yeah. on golf now. Yeah, yeah but you win good. those golf bets. Though, I actually do you? win. Yeah, I yeah. actually do. I actually, yeah. I, I'm actually better betting, betting golf than I am football, for sure. Hey, hook a brother up this summer. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, have have me pay episodes. for my golf trip with the winnings of your golf bets. That like would that. be a lot of fun. That would be a lot of fun. That would. All right. Okay. Oh, since it came out, Utah's schedule came out, everybody. We might just run the table. I don't know. Might fuck around. Your schedule is so, like, so easy. It's so I don't want to be like, oh, it's a weak schedule because it's a power five schedule. But, like, you look at it and, like, there's no reason Utah shouldn't, shouldn't go with one mollywop everybody on this yeah. schedule. I will say going to Oklahoma State is a little terrifying. Sure. Yep. Anything like, can happen there, but otherwise it's like Yeah. It's 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 looking pretty nice. I I I will I would think I will be going into the season thinking that they only lose one game. If there is a like and there should be, but props for like teams to make the playoff, I would like to build a parlay featuring Utah. Oh yeah. Like and the way it looks, like if they did go with only one loss, they're probably a top four Six. seed. 
six to four seed where they might get a bye, man, at that point, you just need to win a game. And all of a sudden you're in, you're in the final four. Yeah. Are you looking at mm-hmm. the schedule, Austin? Yep. Baylor, Utah is like win, win, win. Oklahoma State, you'll you'll win that game. The only thing Oklahoma State can do is run. Yeah. Arizona is scary. I mean, they kicked the shit out of us this year, but I mean, they lost. I don't think Texas is gone. So, yeah, Yeah, they lost a lot. Yeah. Arizona State, no. TCU, no. Houston, that might be interesting. BYU, never know. Colorado. We do know. We, in fact, do know. BYU? We will kick the shit out of BYU. Already, uh, then Colorado, Iowa State to BYU shit comes out. It's gonna happen. Yes, and then yes, Colorado, Iowa State, UCF. I could honestly easily see one one loss if we if we take out the Oklahoma State game. You want to know what game scares me the most? Uh, let me let me Houston. Uh -uh. Um, don't say Baylor, Arizona State. Arizona State. Where's the Iowa State game at? Home. Home. Oh, of course, Jesus Christ. All right. If it was Ohio, if it was Iowa State on the road, I could actually see Iowa State looked pretty good down the stretch this year. Yeah. I could see this being the, one of those weird years where Iowa State wins 10 games. Iowa State at home during Crimson Cup chili cookoff week. We ain't losing that game. We're undefeated on chili cookoff week. <laughs> Like, we got the uh, saber metrics, folks. Okay, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. If Austin's gonna pull off because we signed a Houston player, a Texans player, and then 17 years later we lost a game, and that correlates, I will correlate 17 with. years later. It was the next year, Do- doesn't matter, it does not matter. Semantics, pretty unique though, pretty interesting. Yeah, guys, so I got a Pepsi, uh, instead of a Dr. Pepper, uh, this week, uh, on my Wednesday meal, so. You know, if the Chiefs win, it's probably because I had a Pepsi. Because I think probably. four years ago when they played uh, the 49ers and uh, in the Super Bowl, I also had a Pepsi on that Wednesday. So, yeah, yeah. I appreciate you, know, you doing that. Do it, doing Austin, my part. Austin, doing my part. What are you doing for the game? Well, so let's end off with this. Austin, what are you doing for the game? Uh, I'm going to go to my buddy's house and watch the game with him and his wife's friends and family. And uh, all of our other friends are going to be there. So, yeah. in pretty Kansas much getting City together with friends here? here in Liberal. Yep. Nice. Hometown. Cool. Yeah. Dan, I watched it last year, doing it this year. Watched all the playoff uh, games there. It's good. Okay. TBD, right. we're either going to circle around the local watering hole, or as you're aware, I have an influx of farm fresh meat coming in this week to my freezer. So might just stay home, have a couple buddies over, smoke a brisket, something like that. We'll see. Uh, I watched a TikTok the other day of this dude that smoked his briskets and then cut it up immediately and then vacuum sealed a whole bunch of them. Um, like a perfect amount for just like a sandwich. And so like when he did, so for the ones that he didn't, he wasn't able to finish and then he, then he could recook it. Um, and it looked phenomenal. You lost me at cutting it up right away. Yeah. What? Why didn't he let it rest? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like not right. No, I mean like as he's, Dan's being like this today, so it's fine. Um, no, I think Austin's on the same page I am. Like, as it was fully prepared, he cut it up and then vacuum yeah. sealed it? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so he let it rest. He Yes, he cooked it. Okay, and sorry. I, he he cut lame. it all up when it was when it was ready to be served. At rather the appropriate than just cutting time. Up some of it, he cooked, he cooked it all, and then he sliced it all up at the same time, and then vacuum idea. sealed it. And then he had a – in his – 
freezer, he just had like a pack of like 15, just perfectly like three ounces. And it was just like perfect amount for a sandwich. And I was like, I'm buying a vacuum sealer today and I'm going to do this moving forward. So like when he was ready to cook them, what would he have to do then since he had already like pre-made them, right? So those are like, he's like, you can either open it, put it in the air fryer or he's like, but these are vacuum or microwavable safe. You can just throw it in the microwave for, he's like for like 60 seconds and then it's perfect. And then you just wow. And like and all the juices and everything's still in there too. Yeah, because so. yeah, yep. exactly, exactly. It was smart. So that'd be like fresh every time you had it. Then yeah, hence why he did it. Wow. Yeah. 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 And he's like, it was perfect, perfect whenever I was just a little hungry and just needed a little bit of meat. I was like, just needed some I, brisket. I, I can relate to that. Like, <laughs> I can yeah, get, I just need a little get out bit my of emergency meat, brisket. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Anyways, all right. Okay. Well. Apparently, I'm the only one that enjoyed this year and enjoyed betting because none of you guys said anything, but we appreciate it. I've had a you. blast. I've loved it. Best winning I mean, percentage I've had in the five years doing it. Yeah, um, same. And, uh, you know, Thanks, I, we, we finally, Austin, uh, we finally took Trees down. Uh, Mate, you know, as a, mm, I, mm -mm, I ain't saying nothing yet. No, sir. I may, I may fuck around and just run the table this weekend. I don't know. Find out. Tune in next week, folks, for a victory lap by either Treese or me. Done. Love it. Cinderella story, Austin Cunningham. <laughs> <laughs> Goes 30 and 0 with only making seven <laughs> bets. <laughs> Look at him go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> love it. Love it. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Tonight we've been talking football. <laughs>